to Ithaca Now, WICB's weekly news program focused on stories in the Ithaca community. I'm your host, Blake Matthews, and thanks for joining us. On tonight's show, Leah McDermott spoke to folks down at Cinemopolis to learn more about the theater's attempts to expand accessibility. Sarah Payne will tell us about events at Ithaca College celebrating Black History Month. But first, let's hear from New India and Joshua Pantano with this week's Community Beat and Leah McDermott with this week's Politics Beat. After several months of construction, the Cecil A. Malone Bridge near Nate's Floral Estates and Ithaca's waterfront reopened on Friday, February 10th. The bridge has been closed to vehicle traffic since June 2022 and has limited access to the rest of the city for residents living on the west side. The project set out eight months ago to replace the current bridge with a new structure consisting of two travel lanes, bike lanes, and sidewalks on both sides of the bridge. According to the city, the bridge won't officially be completed until this spring. At the Tompkins County Legislature this week, the Tompkins County Jail renovations were the central point of discussion. This issue, which has rarely been referenced since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, has received a task force that will handle the issue. The task force will consider the necessity and cost of jail upgrades, renovations, rebuilding, and more. The Tompkins Consolidated Area Transit, or TCAT, recently announced that the majority of their union-represented drivers and mechanics voted to ratify a two-year labor agreement. This announcement comes more than eight months after their previous contract expired on June 30, 2022. The TCAT staff voted 43-25 to 25 in favor of the new contract, which is expected to be officially approved by the Board of Directors at an upcoming meeting. Next Sunday, 35 musicians from Tompkins County will present a benefit concert to raise money to upgrade an underground bomb shelter at a school in Lviv, Ukraine. The event will also include an art auction featuring works by local artists. The concert, which begins at 4 p.m., takes place at the First Unitarian Society of Ithaca hosted by the Rotary Club of Ithaca. Since last November, the Rotary Club has raised $31,000 to upgrade a bomb shelter at a high school in Lviv. For WICB News, I'm Joshua Pantano. New York State Economic Development Fund has announced a new $500,000 investment into Stewart Park. The funds will go into things such as the construction of a new playground, in addition to the picnic pavilion, more storage space, bathrooms, and a new splash pad. Also included in the new updates to Stewart Park will be a mural of the Finger Lakes. The Tompkins County Legislator has introduced a new tax break for volunteer firefighters and EMTs here in Tompkins County. The new tax break would cut the taxes of volunteer firefighters and EMTs by 10%. Tompkins County has received a $600,000 grant from the U.S. Department of Transportation for the development of a roadway safety action plan. The new action plan will allow the public a way to reach out to their concerns for road hazards on hope that it can lead to a decrease in accidents. The county will also dig further into crash data and driving speeds when developing the plan. For Politics Beat, I'm Leah McDermott. You're listening to Ithaca Now, and I'm your host, Blake Matthews. Cinemopolis is looking to make the movie-going experience more accessible with special days dedicated to captioning and masking. News correspondent Liam McDermott has more. Local movie theater Cinemopolis has announced some new accessibility features that include Masked Tuesdays and Caption Wednesdays. This comes at a time in the country when COVID restrictions seem to be dropping. In fact, just this past week, Governor Kathy Hochul announced that masks will no longer be required in healthcare facilities. And also, President Biden has announced that the COVID emergency will end this upcoming May. 
However, Cinemopolis Executive Director Kate Donahoe says that some people just don't really feel comfortable yet coming back with masks and that they want to offer everybody the chance to be able to go see movies. Really, we want people to feel as comfortable as possible when they're here. And for some people, being in a fully masked environment does put them more at ease. And there might be a wide variety of reasons for that. Um, and, you know, we're respectful of those reasons. I do want to say that we take precautions at all times at our space to uh, use HEPA filter filtration system throughout the theater. And anyone is welcome to wear a mask at any time. But theater attendance has not reached pre-COVID levels. And for some folks, that is because they feel not fully comfortable going to public events they might have gone to before COVID. And so we want to be sensitive to that and, again, just be as welcoming as possible as as we can be to to all moviegoers. Other than Fridays, Tuesdays are the second most popular day to go to the movies of the week, and it is also the second most popular day for movies to release. But Donahoe says that with that, it is more important to make it more accessible to other people. So right now what we're doing is when people come, you know, we have masks available if people don't walk in with masks. And we are trying to encourage universal masking within the theater to, you know, again, to make everyone who feels most comfortable in that kind of environment feel as comfortable as they can. Um, and I will say that we are doing this initiative, as I said, as an, in an attempt to be as welcoming as possible to everyone. We are going to continue to learn as we do this. And the specific logistics of how we're promoting widespread accessibility might change. You know, one of the benefits of being a small theater is that it's easy for us to evolve and respond to changing dynamics. Um, but what it will not change is just an overall commitment to accessibility and being as, as safe and welcoming for everybody as we can be. When it comes to Caption Wednesdays, Dono says that captions are not available for every movie, but it will be on for every movie in which it is available. And for those who don't prefer it, Dono says it may not even be that much of a distraction. Captions. So it's like, it's like having subtitles on. Uh, you know, sometimes every once in a while you have the, uh, the subtitles kind of come on accidentally. Um, it's for, it is every movie for which captioning is available. Every once in a while we'll have a movie where that's not an option, so that will not be appearing on Wednesdays, but uh, it is appearing up on the big screen. We always have assistive devices available for people, but we, for when you're using a handheld captioning device, it is complicated to sort of look down and see the words and then look back up at the screen. Um, so some people prefer, having the captions on the screen. Um, I think it's very easy, you know, I think it's very possible to enjoy a movie with captioning, even if you're not necessarily preferring that movie. And if, you know, and if people who, I do understand that it might not be the preferred option for everybody, but we're open seven days a week.
and so we're certainly hopeful that people can come back and see us on a day that is not Wednesday, if they would rather see a movie uncaptioned. Uh, but for a lot of folks, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback about, you know, just it being a much more pleasant experience for people who went while captioning for a variety of reasons. When it comes to the caption accessibility tablets, Donahoe says that it will still be available on Wednesdays to those who prefer it. Absolutely. They're, they are available. And we also have other such devices where people can have headphones that amplify the sound as well. So there are different uh, there are different options available. Donahoe says that other safety measures such as social distancing will not be effect on Mass Tuesdays. However, concessions will only be available to go. We are only we are only selling concessions to go right uh, on our, during our Mass Tuesdays right now. Um, we are not enforcing other kinds of social distancing. We are just asking people to wear masks. Donahoe says that since the implementation of Mass Tuesdays, crowds on Tuesdays have remained about the same. And she says that the theater has even had a couple of people thank them for this new implication. Like, what it's have you been seen? A, it's been around the same. Uh, and what has happened is that just a few people have really expressed deep gratitude for the opportunity. And we're very happy to welcome them back to the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I expect that others will, you know, um, we might not have heard from, but we may see them in coming weeks. So we'll see. When it comes to Mass Tuesdays, Donahoe says that the public has actually been very understanding of this new policy and have followed the policy pretty well. People have been really understanding, and I've honestly been so grateful to that, uh, that, you know, occasionally people walk in and weren't expecting it, and they very kindly put on the mask. Um, so, you know, I think that goes to the fact that, um, I know, I think, I just think it, uh, is just a very lovely sign about the consideration and understanding that this kind of Cinemopolis community has for other moviegoers. And I've been very appreciative of it. Donahoe also says that customers are warned before they purchase a ticket for a Tuesday movie that they are required to wear masks on Tuesdays. It is. We put um, we we put that on the notification. We put that online, and we also put it on notifications they get about their ticketing. And we try and it's you know on our banner on our website. We try to get the word out as much as possible. Um, but you know the reality is that um, it's not everyone who comes to the theater is necessarily going to have seen that before they got there. Um, but we're using every available uh, outlet to give people a heads up. Donahoe says that the prices are the same no matter if it's a regular day, Caption Wednesdays, or Masked Tuesdays. Around the pricing, same ticket price. Pricing is consistent. Pricing is so, consistent across all our days. There are different uh, discounts we have for students and for members and for seniors. Um, but all of our days are um, Mass Tuesdays and Cash and Wednesdays do not affect the pricing of tickets. For WICB News, I'm Leah McDermott. February is Black History Month. Several events are being hosted at Ithaca College to celebrate the history of Black struggle and liberation and how to continue the fight. News correspondent Sarah Payne tells us more. 
to celebrate Black History Month, Ithaca College is hosting a plethora of different events on campus. Within the wider array of events, there is a lot of variety. Some are more discussion-based, and others utilize creative means to celebrate culture, discuss racism, and goals of anti-racism, and to amplify the voices of Black individuals on campus and in the community. Some of the events are affiliated with specific organizations, while others are hosted by schools or boards on campus. There are some musical festivities to celebrate and honor Black History Month, a Black History Month concert on the 23rd, and a Black History Community Celebration Recital on the 24th. Both take place at Ford Hall, the formerly mentioned starting at 7 p.m. and the later mentioned event beginning at 6.30 p.m., and each are expected to last 90 minutes. They are organized by the Ithaca College School of Music and are welcoming the public to come for free. Some events that are earlier this month this week include on the 16th, the Center for Ideas and African Student Association are hosting an event titled IC Voices MLK Campus-Wide Celebration. The purpose of this event is to, quote, hear the story of Ithaca College student activists and their impact, end quote, according to the IC Engage post on this program. The intertwining of faith and celebration of MLK Week occurs in the Purpose, Faith, and Service event, which features local leaders as panelists. In this panel, they will talk about how, quote, Purpose and service are aligned with the message and lessons taught by Dr. King, end quote, as noted by the IC Engage page for this panel. The event is on Wednesday at 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. It will be housed in Emerson Suites. Panelists are Sister Layla Muhammad, who is an educator and community advocate, Dr. Michael Trotty, an Ithaca College professor, Jerry Dietz, who is a server at Temple Beth L., an owner of the CSP Management, and Dr. Christopher A. House, an Ithaca College associate professor and the founder and senior pastor at the Christian Community Church Ithaca. Also, I see Hillel is hosting an MLK Shabbat dinner and service on Friday. The service starts at 6 and the dinner at 7. The service and dinner will highlight themes of liberation. The Student Leadership Institute are hosting many SLI programs to highlight MLK Week and Black History Month. There are discussions surrounding microaggressions and racism and more over how to fight against those behaviors. One can learn a lot about culture, history, and anti-racism by attending any of the aforementioned events or the many others offered throughout this month. Students can learn more about these events on IC Engage, and the public can learn more on the Ithaca College website, specifically on the Events tab. For Ithaca Now, I'm Sarah Payne. That's all for today's edition of Ithaca Now. You can listen to all of our stories on WICB.org. And if you'd like to listen to past shows, follow WICB on SoundCloud and subscribe to Ithaca Now to hear this show anytime, anywhere. Also, subscribe to the latest to hear our daily newscast every weekday. Just search WICB News Presents on your favorite podcast app. For more updates throughout the week, follow WICB News on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This show wouldn't happen without the support and assistance from Manager of Television and Radio Operations, Jerry Menard, WICB Station Manager, Connor Hibbert, and Programming Director, Harrison Connor. Thank you. Ithaca Now is produced by News Director, George Christopher. All of the music from our show's intro and outro comes from Dr. Dundiff of Louisville, Kentucky. Have any feedback? Story ideas? Just want to say hi? Feel free to reach out by emailing news at WICB.org. We'll be back with a full episode of Ithaca Now at 7 p.m. next Sunday.